Spirit Art's new fun game. Uh, new fun game. Terrifying game. <laughs> hey, it's only Alan that gets hit in the face by a dart. Yeah, well, Alan gets hit in the face with a lot of things. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Welcome to Something Gate with Jared. I'm Steve. Alright, so we are back. This is episode 19. Um, thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate it. So what's uh, what's new, Steve? Anything since last week? Um, no. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you uh, placed worse than me in a Turbo Cups tournament, finally. Hooray! I usually place worse than you. <laughs> I know, but I got a little bit of my non-superhero dignity back, but we didn't didn't have our follow-up match, unfortunately. Oh, we did forget that, didn't yep. we? We're on form. Yep. Looks like I could be the sidekick at least till uh, the end of October. Womp womp. Oh, that was a good event. Uh, congratulations to Smarty Pints. That's uh, Eric and Christine and Amanda Claire Page for winning the 2015 Doubles Tournament. They get a whole bunch of points, two brand new DOS boot trophies that went home with them. So uh, congratulations, ladies. It was a good showing. Hooray. And thanks to everybody else that participated in that event. We had eight teams out for it, which worked out really good for the uh, tournament setup. And uh, I was happy with it. Everybody everybody behaved themselves. Nobody was too crazy. And we got to have uh, another podcast get recorded during that event. We had Rodney and... Uh, and uh, Nick, record. Adam couldn't make it down. They were, he was going to try and make it down, but he had family stuff he had to do. But that should be coming out, I think, sometime this week. It looks like he's calling it the mosh pit or something like that. <laughs> so that, that's going to be kind of nice. That'll be fun. A lot of, a lot of cameos. Is it a Good cameo stuff. on a podcast? What's a cameo on a radio show? Cameo is still a uh, guest appearance, guest host. Okay. Guest host, I think, yeah. Sounds legit. So what do you have for me this week, Steve? What are we talking about? Um, I thought you had the plan. I do. Oh. <laughs> Let's see if we can remember. Why are you me? <laughs> we talked about a lot of potential subjects. We did. Including, but not limited to, the greatest spoofs of all time. That's one that I kind of wanted to jump on. So, do you have a... I mean, when you start thinking of spoofs slash parodies, are we talking movies, music? What, what are we thinking here? Um, I you, When I hear the term, I usually think of movie first. Me too. Um... I think there's a lot more well-known movie parodies than, than there are song parodies, uh, but there are there's really only two song parodies that ever need to be mentioned, or two artists slash channels slash places that I go to look up music parodies. <laughs> and those would be? Uh, the first is obviously uh, the legend himself, Weird Al. Absolutely, I agree with you on that one. And then uh, you've also got the Key of Awesome on YouTube. Oh, the Key of Awesome is my favorite, one of my favorite YouTube channels on uh, on YouTube. But it's uh, you can look them up under uh, the Key of Awesome, which is all of their music parody stuff. But it's uh, that's a sub subgroup of Barely Political, and they do some other stuff, some other like sketch comedy things. But but all their music stuff is is the Key of Awesome, and it's fantastic. Yes, we particularly like uh, the Katy Perry Dark Horse parody. You know what I should do is I should probably just like edit that in here a little bit, a little, little taste of it. Really? We're getting this started already? All right, we'd like to welcome you 
to play the uh, Something Gay drinking game along with us. Steve, you want to explain the rules real quick again? Yes, the rules of the Something Gay drinking game is uh, if you're in a responsible location, not uh, your car. If you're the appropriate age. Yeah, drink along with us as we uh, host our podcast. And uh, anytime Jared says he's going to edit something... Or anytime you hear a reference to the show Archer, you get to drink. And those those uh, references are usually the phrasing reference, but anything works. And if you spot it, go ahead and get on it because we're drinking right along with you. But okay, movie parodies, man. What if you had to give me your? You know, let's just start. Let's just go back and forth. You know, rather than give them like, don't give me your top five because we're just here for like fifteen <laughs> minutes thinking of it. Let's go back and forth. Like, I I think. Maybe the single greatest one is probably not another teen movie. Not another teen movie is a fantastic parody movie. Like, I I do love um, I love me some scary movie, but uh, I think they went a little too far when they started doing just any movie as opposed to just like the horror films. Well, that came yeah, there see, scary time. movie the scary movie series went off the beaten path once the Wayne's brothers didn't didn't renew their contract with the studio and the studio got to keep the rights. To the to the naming, I'm guessing that's when Charlie Sheen got involved. Yeah, they uh, the Wayne's brothers did one through did one and two, and then three is where it went to the other company. Okay, yeah, I de- I definitely remember one is one is excellent. One is truly great, it, uh, especially coming on the heels of Scream, which is almost a parody, but it's so tongue in cheek that it takes itself right. seriously. Right. Which is, you know, bravo to Wes Craven. One yeah, that was few, fantastic. One of the few film series where all four films I think are strong. I agree. But, I was I was very happy with those. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, for the Waynes brothers to be, you know, you know, no 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 shame, no sequel when they first came out with Scary Movie, man, they lampooned that Beautifully. Oh, absolutely! I it was excellent. That's excellent. why I really like. Um, I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen the Haunted House? And the Haunted House too with Marlon Wayans. I don't think so. Okay, that they did. That's what they went into. Is they did a Haunted House and a Haunted House Two. Um, that's freaking awesome. And then they also did a Dance Movie. I have not seen Dance Movie. Me, I, that's one that I haven't seen yet, but. I, I was kind of sad, like when they left. When they left the studio, the studio couldn't really work everything out with them, and mm-hmm. they left. But the studio got to keep the name because, you know, they've got six movies based off of. Oh yeah, and it 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 has the potential to keep running because they're always going to keep making horror films, so they're always going to have material <laughs> in that same studio. You know what? Um, there's a really really bad spoof movie that I find really really funny every time I watch it. Is Epic Movie. Oh, I've I've seen uh, I've seen that on Netflix. With I, I Cal Penn. Yeah, and, I haven't watched it, but I, I've oh, seen it there. It's fun. It's like it's one of those to where it's just you know it's going to be a bad one, but like the scenes that they do, like from Lion, the Lion, the Witch in the Wardrobe, um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, they do a really really good spoof on. Yeah, that. yeah. So let's see what else. Um... Would you consider Robin Hood Men in Tights a spoof movie? Parody movie? Uh, mate, I don't think so. Um, and it kind of goes along with, I don't really think that the Monty Python movies are spoofs either. Um, there's a difference between a comedy making fun of a genre mm-hmm. and a spoof movie literally like taking scenes from okay. another movie and, I gotcha. and changing I them saying. up. Yeah. Um, like you know, not another teen movie and and scary movie. You know they they li- you could 
they've lifted actual dialogue out of other movies and, and put them in their scenes where like <laughs> Monty Python and um, other movies you know, have their own storyline and they're just like Robin Hood Men in Tights is, is absolutely a comedy, <laughs> yeah. but it's not like they took the Kevin Cosner version and just, you know, speared it with a bunch of comedy. It's, right. It kind of stands on its own in that regard. Right. Just about the only thing I think you could do to that is, is that where he says, unlike other Robin Hoods, I speak with a British accent. <laughs> English accent. Yeah. That's Sorry. Um, you know, I said I was sitting there uh, giggling because I remembered my favorite line from Not Another Teen Movie. Okay. You remember at the end of the movie when he hands her the note and she reads the note that she's coming down the stairs? He's like, I've been waiting. You know, I, I, got, I got you this note. She reads the note and she goes, what? She, you think just because I read this note oh. that I'm gonna that I'm gonna fall in love with you and have sex with you? You think every loser that hands me a note, I'm just gonna like something I have sex with? Well, no, I t- I give them hand jobs <laughs> and like pulls them off into the bathroom. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> uh, my favorite line from that is. Um, Right before they go to the prom, they have that big dance number. And yeah. And when it ends and they're all walking into the school, they're like, you'd never guess that everyone in our school is a professional dancer. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> I like the girl that's parodying the chick, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character from Cruel Intentions, when she walks up to her after she's trying to get her, like, all all made out, like, made up and everything, and, like, like all dressed up to go. And then she just, like, takes her glasses off. She's like, and I'm done. <laughs> Oh man, that's yeah, good. Excellent, excellent. And I'm I'm glad that they left that one at one instead of trying to make a series out of it. I think it stands a little stronger that way. But uh, absolutely excellent. Would you consider uh, Ten Things I Hate About You" as a parody or spoof of "Taming the Shrew"? Or do you think it's just a reimagining of the? Story? No, it's a it's a reimagining the the same way that Leonardo DiCaprio's you know uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet is a reimagining. Okay, true. So, yeah, I think um, Ten Things I Hate About You, I think, is a, a little too serious about itself to be any kind of... Yeah, story. I'll give like, you it's that. Like, hu- it's, it's got a lot of humor in it that, you know, most teen dramas will end up having, but um, not not in the sense of we're deliberately making fun of these other movies. Yeah, yeah. Did you Have you seen all the scary movies? I know I've seen the first two for sure. I'm pretty sure I've seen the third one, which is with the... The Aliens the, and Leslie Nielsen. Oh, then I might not have seen that one. the The last one that I remember is, um, and I because there's the guy in the wheelchair and he wipes out and they make fun of Firestone is the only reason I remember. Yeah, that's scary movie too. Okay, yeah, then I, I'm pretty sure I've only seen the first two. Okay, three three was kind of funny. It was it was okay, but um, there were some pretty funny scenes in it. And it, it's worth the time. I think when you get into like four and five, I just right. it's like just joke for joke's sake. I believe it. Would you consider? Uh, the Naked Gun, a parody or spoof movie. I think it's a spoof movie. It's not a parody. I think it's a spoof. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's hard to say. Or do you, are you considering that one like, like a Naked Gun and Austin Powers? I think are both um, like. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would consider Naked Gun a parody. Definitely, a, right, a and that's kind of that's what I was kind of thinking. Like when you said parody slash spoof, I think a spoof movie is like a, or maybe I'm just using them. Like I don't think those words are interchangeable. For instance, scary movie is going to either be it should be a, yeah that's a parody. Scary movie is a parody, right? Because you're taking you're taking a, a source material, 
and using it and therefore changing it, right? Versus a spoof, like when you're spoofing on a genre or spoofing on a style of movie, you're kind of you're emulating the style, but it's not a one for one. Yeah, you're not you're not you're, taking a track and just doing words over the track. You're taking oh this genre, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a spoof of how ridiculous all these movies or this genre can be, yeah. which is what I was kind of looking at when I was thinking. Okay, of, um, yeah, maybe I might have, I might have had the definitions backwards. Well, yeah, head. no, but I but I think I just think that they fit into the same into the same wheelhouse because like Netflix kind of groups them together. I think yeah. too. But like you know, I think about Naked Gun. Austin Powers mm-hmm. is another one. Yeah. Um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I mean, a lot of. I mean, Spaceballs. I mean, Spaceballs is more of a parody than a spoof. Yeah, right. I would agree with that. You know, um, Blazing Saddles. That's another spoof movie. It, it's it's joking on that Western style. Yeah. You know, um, so Austin Powers movies. You know, what's your favorite? Like, if you got to rank them one, two, and three, where are they? Um, I would do uh, two, one, three. Really? Yeah. No, man. I'm so ah, I, I so disagree. Really? Wow. Yeah. I'm a three-one-two. Okay. I, well, we both agree that one is in second place. Yeah, yeah. I just I I think Goldmember is fucking hilarious. This is the only thing I like about Goldmember is the phony credits scene in the beginning. Oh, that's hilarious! Like, so. I, I like I get it, and you know Michael Myers pulling you know triple duty is is pretty good, but I think yeah. at that point. They were almost a parody of themselves. Yeah. And when you start getting into too many fart jokes, then it's like, eh, I'm kind of done. See, and that, but that's what I kind of got out of too. I was kind of like, okay, fat bastard's fat and he farts and stuff. And I just thought, I thought Goldmember, the character, was freaking hilarious. But uh, I got to go with episode two because of uh, Heather Graham and Minnie Me. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a great, that's a great introduction of a character. I mean, that, that's freaking hilarious. Because, like, because that's how you get ants. <laughs> uh, drink up. I was like, what? Where did Claire left, and then Jared left, and I didn't know what to say. I left you with whiskey. What are you drinking today, Steve? What's your drinking oh, choice? Oh, I got today? Gentleman Jack going today. And uh, on a fine recommendation from my buddy Matt Page, I uh, picked up a... After he let me try it at his house, I uh, picked myself up a bottle of Buffalo Trace, which is the... Uh, Highest rated whiskey or bourbon or whiskey for its like blow. I think it's the highest rated whiskey under seventy five dollars bottle or something like that. Huh. So I was happy with it. Anyway, so Austin Powers Gold Member, it, to my opinion, is is freaking hilarious. But then you know, I start then I'm sitting here thinking about like episode. You know, the second one, Spy You Shagged Me, and just the whole time travel and Rob Lowe's character first start <laughs> showing up. Ah, yeah. oh, it's so good. Yeah, I, I love. Too, I really do, especially the 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 intro with the the song about evil, like total, yeah, you know, evil total. is one and only, yeah, absolutely. But the the whole the series as a whole, um, I I do enjoy. Even though when I say the, you know three is the is my least favorite, I'll still watch it. Oh yeah, it's, I mean that's like that's like ranking three movies that I like to. I mean it's it's not like oh well, this one wasn't as good as the other. You know this one kind of didn't really perform. So yeah, exactly. And then speaking of trilogies real quick, did have you and I ever talked about our ranking of episode 5, 6, and 7? Or 4, 5, and 6, I mean? For Star Wars? Yeah. We have not. Where do you put them? Um, jeez. Uh, well, Empire is number one. Uh, 
Empire is probably in my top five to seven movies of all time. Okay. Um, A New Hope and Return of the Jedi um, both have have really strong themes, and I like them both a lot. I would probably say A New Hope and then Return of the Jedi. Really? Yeah, like, like real close between I the two of them, though. Yeah, my favorite of the series was Return of the Jedi. Okay. And uh, I'd, I'd probably just go six, five, four. I mean, I like Star Wars. It was the Star Wars was great, you know, really kind of game changer for for genre. Yeah, it's pretty huge. But I just, you know, I remember because I think I was just old enough once, or like right after Return came out. So I don't know. I just think I just yeah. I didn't really like. I wasn't a huge Star Wars fan until they were re released in the in the gear up towards Phantom Menace. Gotcha. Like, you know, they would always be on, you know, at Thanksgiving or Christmas, there would always be, like, a marathon of right. them on where right. you'd catch bits and pieces of them, and that might be why I like Empire so much, because it was probably the first one that I saw. Um, but uh, when they were re-released uh, as the, the, special, uh, the special editions is when I really, you know, was able to view them as a young adult. And was like, oh, okay, you know, and, and see themes and right. especially uh, appreciate their, their scores. Right. Uh, because John Williams is amazing and all that good stuff. Uh, but, yeah, I would, uh, you know, t- A New Hope and Jedi are, are, if I put one in front of the other, the, the you're, other ones you're, are immediately you're, behind And your it. thing could change tomorrow if you're feeling a certain way. Or it, it, yeah. They, they really are right there. Exactly. So, but, yeah, no, Empire is uh, definitely sitting on top. That kind of that kind of sparked my thought because you know we're talking about the trilogy of Austin Powers and then a little bit earlier today when we first started recording there was that commercial on for Disney Infinity they're releasing version three point mm-hmm. and my son and daughter are really into it they love it because she's not really into like games where you have to like accomplish certain goals yet she's not she hasn't she hasn't gotten to points where she can read and see what tasks or goals she has to do mm-hmm. but you can kind of lead her through stuff but they have like this. Uh, toy box mode where they can just play together and do things and they can be any of these you know disney characters any of the properties marvel you know disney owns but now they're releasing 3.0 with all the star wars stuff and and my son continues to break my heart and continues to say he doesn't like star wars and i just don't think that i I can't get him to sit down and watch it yet like i just i can't if it's jurassic park Jurassic world he's all in but like he just doesn't care he doesn't watch the clone Wars stuff he doesn't watch the cartoons he likes the lego star wars games Mm mm-hmm but he just doesn't. But I think he likes them because they're Lego games, not because yeah. they're Star Wars Lego games. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't think my nephews are really um, aware of Star Wars really either. Yeah. Uh, at least they've never come up to me and said anything about yeah. it. So. And whether he likes it or not, he's going to see Episode Seven because <laughs> I already bought his damn ticket. <laughs> That's going to be a family outing. That 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 may be his first forced family fun. <laughs> I want to go see this movie, Dave. Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the first movie I had to get forced family fund into was uh, Christmas Vacation. My dad wanted to see Christmas Vacation so bad, <laughs> and he never wanted to go to the movie theater. I'm like, I don't want to see it. I don't care. I, don't, like, I didn't know the Griswolds or anything. He's like, you're coming to watch it. And I sat there and tried to, I don't like this. And now it's freaking hilarious. I get a kick out of that movie. Uh, forced family fun. Um... I don't know. Probably, probably watching John Wayne movies at some point when we lived in Stickney because there's just nowhere else to go. <laughs> I want to watch John Wayne. Well, Dad's watching John Wayne, so <laughs> tough shit. <laughs> Guess what we're doing? Yeah. 
but uh, now I now I love them. And uh, as my uh, grandma's been staying with us since she's been sick, uh, we're right. watching them. Uh, you know, Dad works Wednesday night, so I've been watching Grandma. Oh, okay. So we'll put on a couple of John Wayne films. And uh, just for the heck of it, I, I placed them. My dad has them in alphabetical order on the on the shelf. Uh-huh. So I put them in. Uh, I rearranged them by year that they were made. Oh. So just, we just started at the beginning and we're going. Oh, that's cool. That's cool, and, though. Uh, you know, seeing a lot of them. And I, I hadn't even realized it until we watched it. Uh, until we watched them again that. Uh, one of my favorites, El Dorado, is almost a shot-for-shot remake of Real Bravo. And I was like, I think they even used the same sets. I was like, holy shit. Did they, <laughs> they really? cut corners on wow. some of these westerns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was... It's, Blow the uh, dust off it. <laughs> pretty Quiet much. on set. Yeah, but, uh, oh, man, I, I love me some John Wayne. It's, there's some good ones. And, like, you watch them now, and they're just like, wow, well, here comes the cheesy fight scene, and it's cheesy fight scene time. Yeah. <laughs> But, I want that thing so bad. Modulus? Yeah. No. It's just cool looking. I went for no other purpose. Sorry, they just squirreled <laughs> on him. There was a Nerf. Uh, there was a Nerf commercial for this Modulus gun that like gets taken apart and put back together in different configurations. Yeah, it's a it's a remodeled Strife with a bunch of add-on accessories. Yeah, it's pretty sweet though. Yeah. I mean, sweet looking at least. I mean, it's probably not functional. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of battery powered. Oh, is it battery powered? Yes, it is. Oh, eh, never mind then. It's battery powered, but semi-automatic. Yeah. Not even fully automatic. F that noise. For, like, I want to say 20 bucks less, you can get uh, the fully auto... Ah, uh, shit, what's the name of it? I don't know. The previous uh, Nerf flagship gun is now, like, 30 bucks, and it's okay. fully automatic. Okay. And... Has some insane modding potential. So, um, do you have any more like spoof type parody movies you want to talk about? Uh, the last one that is really on my radar is Tropic Thunder. Oh, thank you. I remember now why we are. Yes, I wanted to talk about this. I forgot about it. Yes, go ahead, man. Yeah, I, I love me some Tropic Thunder. Um, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, in my uh, in my aviation classes in high school, we always watched a bunch of war movies. Okay, because <laughs> the history of aviation is so tied into you know military development and stuff. Right. So watched a lot of war movies. Of course, there's a lot of John Wayne war movies. Um, so to see, you know, that get get the the spoof treatment and you know movies like Full Metal Jacket and. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, platoon, platoon, and flight of the intruder, and you know your your dark, gritty Vietnam War era movies. You know, get Rambo, even yeah, get uh, get their uh, get their asses handed to. Because I feel that they kind of parody Rambo uh, First Blood Part Two in it. I think so. Uh, Not First Blood, but First Blood Part Two. I think uh, Ben Stiller says he uh, was going for a young Stallone uh, type thing when he got into his headspace. Yeah, I mean, I could see that because really well. Yeah, I could see that. Claire, Claire what did you think of Tropic Thunder? I love Tropic Thunder. I do. It's one of my favorite movies. What's your What's your favorite What's your favorite thing? Like part character? Like like when you think about that movie? Uh, so many things. I think the front part is funny. Um, the like when they're doing the trailers. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like the trailers. Trailers. I think the trailers are funny. Holy sweat. <laughs> um, I think some of like I actually like some of the minor characters, like the mm-hmm. arc of the actual black character. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Alpaca. Alpaca. <laughs> no, no, um, Al, no, Al, Al Pacino. Pacino. That's Al Pacino. Right. Um, I also Whoops. like um, the Racist. kid that does the hiccups voice. Uh, that would oh, be Jay Burchell. Yeah. Yes, I like him in there. I think he's funny, and he yeah. actually turns out to be the only one that actually has nice <laughs> brains. And any military it's training, like, right? And Ellie, the and insecurity the level with you guys is insane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's funny that you know Johnny Depp is playing this very method actor that you know goes and gets his skin tattooed or dyed. That would be Robert Downey. Yeah. What did I say? You said Johnny Depp. Oh. Are. I've had a Monday. I tried to put change in the refrigerator today. <laughs> that happened. I like walking to the break room and I'm like, that's a refrigerator. You can't get pop out of it with change. You can open it and get pop, but you can't put pop. You, can't you should have so, like, if you've gotten that first, you've just taken somebody's pop and left the change there. Dude, I, I if I thought of it, I would. I just, I'm having a Monday. I mean, a very Monday, so I'm sorry. Robert you know, Downey Jr. You know what makes Mondays better, Claire? Booze? It's whiskey. Booze and whiskey? Drink I was, whiskey with us in record. Because a M upside down is a W. An M upside down is a W. I don't know if I want a whiskey, but I might join you here in a minute. Okay. Once I, you know, finish doing my thing. All right. Phrasing. Sounded bad. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> A.K.A. Um, cleaning for my in-laws because I love them. They are awesome. I don't ever want them to come into my house and be like, mm. <laughs> and after yesterday, it, mm. I'm in the middle of making a Sigma Delta Lost and Found box. Yeah, <laughs> and I can't find a sharpie. I left work early to come home and to come home and clean. That, was, I mean, I the, me, Jared left work early to come home and clean. I didn't leave work early. Uh, well, we had a, a circle of chairs in the backyard, and um, Beard Art's new fun game. New uh, fun game. Terrifying game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's only Alan that gets hit in the face by a dart. Yeah, well, Alan gets hit in the face with a lot of things. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I still can't believe fucking Pat hit him right in the chin with a dart. We have we have beers in between our feet. Okay, okay. And we're throwing so, darts at. Yeah. A bunch of drunk yahoos are in a circle in the backyard. Not a bunch, a handful, a small gaggle, if you will. A bunch of yahoos in the backyard in a circle. It's not like we. It's not like it's not like we did it after Turbo Cups. Um, Wait, exactly what you crap (laughs) crap. So they all have a beer in front of them. And the first thing I see when I walk into the backyard is everyone's sitting all weird in these chairs. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Drum circle. And why are your beers on the ground instead of in your hand? Well, that's because <laughs> they're throwing darts at the beers on the ground. So what kind can... of darts? Do you have, like, Nerf darts? No, like dartboard darts <laughs> with the metal tips and shit. I attempted to use a Nerf gun and was booed <laughs> because it's not dangerous enough <laughs> until I shot Ellen in the neck <laughs> after he got hit in the face by a dart yeah I was not there for the for the face dart I couldn't believe that man it's like it's it was like his second he had two darts in his hand it was his second dart yeah it's like I could see somebody actually getting stuck in the foot or the shin well, yeah obviously like, because your feet and your shin are near the ground where the beer is <laughs> not your face Steve was Steve was Alan's face on the ground looking at his beer can uh, I don't know I wasn't witnessing no, he was the- sitting straight up in his chair looking at his phone and Pat whips a dart at the beer on the ground misses a little bit high and Buries it right in his fucking chin. Just a... Oh, my God. Major League. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's another great spoof. Fuck. That's a great spoof. Yeah. I uh. apologize for squirreling you all. <laughs> that's... No. Yeah, it's perfect. Claire, we get more ice? Have you yes. met your husband? What'd you say? I said, have you met your husband? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> 
So, uh, another topic that when we were talking to the uh, group of guys, say, from the other shows, I was kind of asking them for some insights and things they wanted to hear us talk about. Nick Prohl from uh, You're Gonna Get Disease and Das Drunks and the uh, Liege of the Get a Disease Network put up the topic. Yeah, Godfather brought up the topic of hardest video games. Ooh. Did you see that yes. earlier? When and when you started thinking about it, oh, where did your brain immediately go? Did it go to a game? Did it go to a system? Fucking Ninja Gaiden. Okay. On the Nintendo. Yep. My brain went immediately to the eight bit Nintendo system. Yeah. Absolutely. Some of those games did not hold your hand at all. Legend of Zelda, Mega Man, oh my god. Mega Man, Mega Man 2? Jesus. Yeah, Mega Man 2 is the one of... It, my it's, favorite Mega Man it's, game outside yeah. of the X series, by yep. the way. I wish they would do a, I wish they would do a, a shot-for-shot remake, or whatever you want to call it, an exact, tra- an exact port of it. With updated graphics, like to where, like I want the pixelation to be all the same size. To where, like, if you're walking, because you know, like on some of those jumps, you have to be like, you know, one or two pixels to the right to make the jump. Yeah. I want that to still be there. I don't want it to be any easier, but I'd love to see like an updated graphics. Do you, uh, you ever play Mega Man Nine or Ten? Yes. Oh, yep. Oh God, the, those were intentionally brutal. Yeah, though. that was the people who l- sadistically loved Mega Man Two as a kid now designing Mega Man games. Yeah, like how can we? ruin everybody's life. And right. let's, let's make a new Mega Man game. But yeah, he thought Mega Man 2 was hard. Fuck you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man 2 was one of one of the only Nintendo games that I beat, but I beat it through sheer freaking persistence yeah. alone. I mean, just... You had to know whose weapon beat who, or you stood no chance. Of I had a notebook. Rounds. I had a notebook with like my because I kept playing it before Nintendo Power came out and gave you all of the okay. Oh, you want to go to Mega Man to the last level? Here's the correct you know code to put in for the mm-hmm. for the um, yeah, graph the safe for the X Y mm-hmm. right. I had my book put through with like who I beat, where I beat them, you know how many E tanks I had, all that stuff, right? Yep. But that game. One thing that I do profoundly well in video games t- to this day that I do profoundly well is die. Is that <laughs> which Mega Man taught me how to do gracefully? Yes. <laughs> you have to get you have to get tight with yourself because, on being able to die and not get that upset because about because spikes everywhere. That's <laughs> <why>. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done Have you ever done Flash Man stage or Quick Man stage without Flash Man? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a nightmare. You can do it. You can do it. It takes a lot of luck and a lot of skill. Blind leaps. Yep. But, uh, no, one thing that I can do to this day very, very well is jump. Like, in any video game I play, I can just jump really well. But I think it's just from having to play Mega Man. (laughs) Yeah, I I believe it. Because you, to beat Mega Man, you have to jump correctly. Yep. I mean, there's, quick it, and fast. I mean, quick and correct. Yeah, it's there's that before you even get to Wily, there's that whole stage where the dragon's chasing you. Mm-hmm. You got to jump to the disappearing blocks, and guess what? Uh-huh. You can't see the next one a couple of times. Nope, you have to get good at patterns, good at jumping, and good at good. I mean, it really made you like get okay with. Oh, I just lost a life. Shit. Okay, yeah, well, I'm not going to get that mad about it. It's a good thing I have nine of them. <laughs> oh wait, I meant three. I meant two. I meant shit. Time to start over again. Time for lunch. <laughs> my uh, my son has that on his 3DS because when he got his 3DS, I found out you could buy Nintendo games and put them on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. So I immediately put Super Mario Brothers and 
uh, Mega Man 2. Yeah, so I have uh, Mega Man 2 on the Wii that the, the boys now have. Um, they uh, asked me one day, because, you know, it's on the little bubble off to the yeah. side from where the game is. Oh, Uncle Steven, what's this game? And I was like, that's the game that ruined Uncle Steven's childhood. <laughs> <laughs> have at it, boys! And they're like, oh, let's play. And I was like, okay. And I made it through, like... Fucking airman stage. Uh huh. And they're like, this is stupid. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Kept playing. <laughs> I uh, like, we want to play Mario Kart. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta learn your roots. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't get to play any new games until you beat this one. They're launching the uh, entire Mega Man Eight Back Collection on the next gen consoles this month. Nice. It's like thirty bucks or something, like twenty or thirty bucks, and it's Mega Man One through Nine. Yeah, seems legit. I'm like that's like when they because re- when they released eight and nine this couple years ago they were download only they were download only but they were awesome like like I because I played one through seven okay I only felt like I was playing like so like a I felt like that Mega Man eight should have been Mega Man three like I felt like that that was like the next like that's what I was looking for on the other games and I didn't yeah think the other games really. Hit the mark. I think they're trying Um, too many different weird mechanics and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, once it was like four or something where they introduced the Mega Buster and that was about it. Yeah. Um, After that, they were just kind of, well, Nintendo was like, what should we do this year? Turn out out a Mega Man game. Yep. Slap uh, slap eight bosses together and call it a day. And the only one that should ever be even mentioned, like there should be, there should be five Mega Man games mentioned. Should be one, two, X, eight, and nine. Big fan of X Four. I haven't played it. X Four is amazing. Where, what was that? Was that another Super Nintendo? Uh, or no, was that X Four. X Four was the first run on the PlayStation. Okay, I, um, I don't believe I ever played it. Yeah, definitely exceptional, uh, exceptional, exceptional, and very notable for the uh, double storyline because you could play through as X or as Zero. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, X goes through and finds his modular armor, so you can upgrade him, uh, including the uh, ultimate armor that you can find. Uh, and Zero learned new techniques after beating bosses. So, oh, that's cool. Uh, that's where a lot the the basis of a lot of his moves in Marvel vs. Capcom come from right. 4. Okay. Like the flaming sword uppercut. Straight yeah, up. I have played 4. Now that I think about it, I have played 4. It was very good. And, and That's true. 4 is four is excellent. Yeah, that, yeah, you're right. 4, four was very good. Um, what a about... A lot of lost potential for Mega Man as an anime, in my, in my opinion. I know there was a cartoon show for it, but yeah. definitely a lot of anime potential, because 4 had all those cutscenes, too, that were done in that style. I was like, why is this not a thing? Yeah, they, they could have pulled something off with that. I agree with you. What about, like, what about other hard games? So you said Shinobi, um, right? Uh, Ninja Gaiden. No, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, that's I right. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't recall ever uh, beating Ninja Gaiden. I never beat the first Ninja Turtles. Oh, that game is a nightmare. Fucking, oh, disarm all these bombs. Why are there more bombs in the river? Yeah, I think you and I talked about that one before oh, on an episode. Oh, then we talked about, uh, I think we talked about Friday the 13th, the video game, too. Yeah. I think that kind of came up. That, oh, that was just a terrible Were you a Punch-Out fan? Uh, I played Punch-Out, yeah, and I particularly loved the Punch-Out on the Wii. Is amazing. I haven't played that one. Yeah, that one's pretty good. I remember, uh, Nick Pro, you might remember this one. It first came out, we had a house party at your house, and it was... 
me and Jeremy and Nick and Luke and Jonah, maybe not Luke, but Jonah and Brennan over Zedek, we were all there with drinks in hand, and when one guy would lose, the next guy picked up the controller and That's cool. played till you lost, and we went through the whole damn game calling out patterns to That's each other. Awesome. It was it was good. That's some love love me some punch out. Um I really liked the Super Nintendo version of that. Super Punch Out was good. Would yeah. you call the original Punch Out a hardest video game? Uh no. Um, definitely challenging, but, um, one of my favorite games from a problem solving standpoint, because everybody had, everybody had their weakness, everybody had their pattern. Once you had that, you could beat that game without taking a hit. Yeah, you could, yeah, I, I got proficient at that game until I got to Tyson or Mr. Dream. I had both versions of the game, Mm -hmm. but whenever I got to him, that's still to this day a game I have not beaten. I've, I've knocked them down each one time. And then um, it's kind of like uh, Contra and Super Contra, like really, really challenging games. But I've I've seen people beat Contra blindfolded because there's a, a programmed Damn. pattern to the enemy movement. Right. And you can literally, if you know... It's to, not an if-then, it's a this goes here, correct. it's a pattern. It's, it's you can move here, wait two seconds, jump, hold back, and move forward to go over the thing and point down and fire, and you'll hit this guy, and, you know, there's... It's like Guitar Hero. It's all about yeah. pushing the right buttons. At the right time, yeah. So, um, also excellent games. Um, really hard games, uh, The Legend of Zelda and Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. See, I don't think Legend of Zelda is a tough game. Um, I'm, I'm speaking nostalgically. Okay. Like, the first time I played Legend of Zelda, like the game doesn't hold your hand at all. Like, you you start in that field, and if you don't know to go up into that cave and get your sword from the old man, guess what? You don't have a sword. You don't have a sword. <laughs> um, you know, there's no little talking hat or fairy like in the other Zelda games that'll okay. like, string you along. I'll give you that. Like, you, you just, you have to go to town on it. Like... After um, after my favorite Zelda game, uh, Link to the Past, yeah, it's a cakewalk. Uh, sure. But, you know, the other one, the, the later systems where they went to 3D and the Z-targeting, I never played any of those until I got the Wii. So when I got to Twilight Princess, it was entirely different. Did you have a Zelda 64? Experience. I did not. Okay. I didn't have a 64. I didn't have a GameCube. I didn't, I, the 64 is the generation that I missed because, like, I went from Super Nintendo to a PlayStation. Actually, because okay. I, like, I went Nintendo, Genesis, Super Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. Sorry, PlayStation. Did I have a 2? Yeah, I had a PlayStation 2. And then I got an Xbox. And ever since I got my Xbox, I've been I've been branded oh with Microsoft's I, uh, label. I went NES, Super Nintendo, Game Gear. Well, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't counting handhelds. I gotcha. But then I went PC. And so I missed PlayStation. I eventually okay. got a PlayStation 2. Uh, I got a PlayStation 2 when Spider-Man 2, the game, came out. Okay. I bought the PlayStation 2 specifically for that game. Okay. Uh, and then didn't do too much with the PlayStation 2. I had probably seven or eight games for it. Um, then I went, uh, eventually got uh, the Wii and a PlayStation 3. Uh, but I was PC for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought about getting a PS4 or whatever eventually just because I really want to get, I, I really want to, I really want to play Last of Us really bad. I got you. And it's really, I really want to play it for one game. But I just like the functionality of it, too. It's like, I'm not just like, oh, I'm going to play only, you know, 
Xbox. That'd be like me saying, I'm gonna, I love comic book movies, but I'm only going to watch Marvel movies. Right. That ain't going to happen, you know? Yeah. So, but uh, I'm trying to think, like, other... Okay, I, I just kind of pulled up a quick little article on Google.com, and this is one that I I, I was going to comment on your on your Zelda game. Did you have to for Google? No, I was, I was looking at the Google machine. Can you shut the cat up before I drown it? In love. <laughs> but um, when you said Zelda, I thought you were going to say Zelda too. The Adventures uh, of Link. Because that game was nuts. The Adventures of Link, I just... I never finished because I didn't like it. Uh, I thought it sucked. I watched my cousin... Like, I, that's a game where I sat and watched my cousin beat it, and I didn't have any desire to ever play that yeah, game. Yeah, like, like, like I get it, Shadow Link and everything, and the origin of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. in the Zelda mythos, but... Um, Probably my second to least favorite Zelda game. Yeah. Here's another one. Uh, this is number nine, according to AskMen.com. Uh, Alien vs. Predator on the Jaguar. Did you ever play it? Nope. That was crazy, because the Jaguar had a controller back in the day, for you guys that are listening that aren't familiar with what the Jaguar was. Um, but it had, the controller was a <clears throat> was a one through nine pad. It had, it was basically a keypad on uh-huh. a controller. And the way it worked you had to, like, do all your motions, basically with just, like... Imagine having a computer with just your keypad to play with. Oh, yeah. That's how the controller was I used to play Battletech like that instead of with a right. MechWarrior. Instead of yeah. with uh, a joystick or a mouse, I used the, only the keyboard. Yeah. It was... The game was designed for you to fail. And it was, but it was the first time they were like, look at these graphics, like, big time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, F-Zero GX on the GameCube. I, uh, I've played it, like, twice. No, nah, I played... I remember F-Zero on the Super Nintendo. Very I've, I enjoyed the under, shit out of that underrated game. Underrated racing game. I, I got a kick out of that. Yeah, here's one that we were just talking about. Contra, number seven. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't find Contra that hard. I did one, uh, again, while I was playing it, yeah. Yeah, but, I'll give you that, yes. You know, going back, you know, I eventually did beat it, you know. Just I, like Mega Man X was one of the hardest games I encountered when I rented it, and I rented it like four times, and then I finally bought it, and the day after I bought it, I beat it. Yeah. Let me also say this: when I when I beat Contra, I, I have never beaten Contra without using Konami code. Ah, so I guess that kind of adds that to it. <laughs> yet if you yet if you engineer your game with a specific code and I can use it, you don't get the call hard. <laughs> did you ever play uh, number six, Super Mario Brothers: The Lost Levels on the Super NES? Ah, uh, yes, yes, it did. I bought that game. Yeah, it was nightmare. Was it was pleasantly a, surprised with that. Although game, nightmare, though. it was Brutal. fun though. Yeah, but it that was, was a. I see why these levels were lost because they oh yeah, threw it's them away in anger. Bastard <laughs> levels. What is that game was? That game was. Um, so let me see this real quick. Um, speaking of hardest games, so if you talk, if you look at Super Mario Brothers, not Mario Brothers, not the Donkey Kong, but if you look at Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three. Okay. Where would you rank those toughest to least tough? Uh, toughest to least tough. I would probably put two on top just because of all the different mechanics uh, as toughest. Followed by one, and then three, uh, I thought, was, was pretty doable with the different power-ups and the way that you could, uh, you know, power up before a level with the menu, and you had the warp whistles. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but uh, two, always, because of throwing mushrooms and stuff like that, and there was no fire flower, and... Yeah, I see, and I would call, <clears throat> for me, I would rank it one, two, three. Okay. Because I've beaten two, mm. I've beaten three, I've not beaten one. Uh, even to this day. I don't know if it's because I just never... I mean, I could. I, I'm relatively pretty sure it'd give me a couple hours. I could get get my... Knock the rust off a little bit and get it done. <laughs> but I just I just never did it. 
Yeah, the the thing about thing about one is uh, if you don't go through the last castle the right way, you have to start level eight all over again. Yeah. It just goes faster and faster. Yes. Um, which in the in the throwback games where they've had you know the, the same levels over again, uh-huh. if you go through it wrong, you know there's a chime or it starts you back at the beginning of the castle. Right. It doesn't start you back at the beginning of the chapter. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. Um, might have learned from their mistakes there. Aha, here you go. This is perfect. I, I love this answer. The number five on Ask Men's list is Mega Man 9. Yeah. That was hard. That that get had you, that frustrating... Get your, get your swear jar ready. If oh, yeah. Are, if you are not standing one pixel off of that ledge when you make the jump, so it looks like you're just standing in midair, but you've got your toe on that ledge, if you don't jump from there... You ain't making the jump. There are a yeah. couple things in Mario Three that are that way. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some definite mechanics in Mario Three that that give you that. Yeah. I always hated that flying mask. Oh yeah, the Kabuki mask. Yeah. That was always a pain. That was. So we got to get the Tanuki suit. Yeah. Turn to a statue. Um, I got to. Re- I want to read this right off the site real quick because I think it kind of sums up how I, how I, how we feel about it. So this is taken directly from their website, but it says Mega Man will always was always a tough game. When the franchise came back with a retro 9th edition in 2008, it really entered the seventh circle of hell. The graphics and sound were not the, not the only things in Mega Man 9 that harkened back to the golden age of video games, because the difficulty will have you crying like a kid all over again. The only explanation of, for Mega Man 9's satanic gameplay is that the creator Kenji Inafune and Capcom purposely intended to screw with gamers' heads and make something bitterly impossible. In an era with no-fail modes or regenerating health-filled games, Mega Man 9 is meticulously engineered to jolt our gaming sensibilities. Just like any classic Mega Man, the ninth entry will lead you to many cheap deaths with escalating boss battles that push you right over the edge. This was never a series for the faint of heart, so unless, you've had, so unless you have lightning-fast reflexes, great hand-eye coordination, and a very level head, you might want to sit this one out. Yeah, because um, spikes everywhere, that's why. <laughs> Even the so-called easiest stage in Mega Man 9, the Galaxy Man level, features one particularly punishing trap that involves spikes and flying robots who randomly drop down from the sky and grab you. Mega Man 9 lets you know that lets you know very early on that this is not a game for casual players. Those sons of bitches will just you're jumping along, right? And you go to jump, they grab you, pick you up, and drop you on spikes. Yeah. Because they're bastards. Yeah, because fuck you, that's why. But I loved it. I loved it. I didn't beat it. I think I killed like four bosses. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought it was great, though. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, this I agree with this one, too. Number four, Super Ghouls and Ghosts on the Super NES. Never played it. It was a nightmare. That that one, it, it was tough. You, like your Arthur, Sir Arthur running around and mm-hmm. Ghouls and Ghosts. But in this one, they added way more enemy mechanics to it to where there was more stuff the enemies could do and then you could like go super like if you got your armor upgrade so you start off with armor okay then if you get an armor upgrade you get like beefier armor and then if you get another armor upgrade in that level you go gold mm-hmm. okay then you start fucking you're like whipping broadswords at things versus like throwing a little lance you're like yep. you just start murdering everything but as soon as that's over that would be his uh, hyper combo level 3 on armor yeah, it's pretty sweet <sighs> it's pretty nice but when you when you start getting a little bit deep, deeper into the game, like you could like pretty much tear ass through one through three pretty mm-hmm. easily. Then you uh, get to the next levels and the mechanics go right out the fucking window and things just start tearing you apart. Oh, I haven't played this game, Demon's Soul, PlayStation Three. Nope, haven't played that. Can't speak to it. Gonna move right on. 
Uh, let's see, number two, according to this website, is Ninja Gaiden Black, PlayStation 2. I haven't played that, but if it's got Ninja Gaiden in the title, I refuse to play it. <laughs> I absolutely hate Ninja Gaiden games. Ninja Gaiden. Hate them, hate them, hate them. It, it was not my jam. Couldn't do it. Like I, I pretty much stay away from Ninja Gaiden and Shinobi. Can't play them. Can't do it. I remember uh, Ninja Gaiden Black being ridiculously gory. Okay, I buy that. Um, like, the, like Quentin Tarantino gory. Like okay, arms and legs flying like everywhere. Django and Chain gory. Yeah. Apparently, uh, blood in the human body is pressurized at somewhere around five million psi, so it just shoots out. I do not agree with the number one. Okay. I don't. I, I see where they're going with it. I don't agree with it. Battletoads on the NES. Oh, fuck Battletoads. It's terrible for so many other reasons than being difficult. It is. It's... The point they're making One, in this... fuck you, you're not the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the stupidest part of Battletoads was there's that... One knockoff level where you're on the air bikes or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it, that's the one it's, hard level in yeah, the game. And that's it. Once you can blind luck your way past that, you're good. Other than that, it's just a beat em up. See, and, the, see, and here, here's the part that I completely don't agree with is this one paragraph. So it says, let's get one thing straight right off the bat. You simply cannot play Battletoads alone. Okay, I agree with you. The game's hard. There's a lot. There's a lot of enemies, right? Mm-hmm. There are just too many enemies and obstacles for one toad to handle all by his lonesome. However, for some asinine reason, Battletoads allows the two co-op players to attack each other, and if one player dies, both return to the start of the level. In a game with occasional one-hit kills and tightly restricted fighting areas, it is only a matter of time before you hit your friend's toad, followed by the inevitable retaliation from him, and before you know it, the two of you are busy beating the crap out of each other inside the computer. False. I disagree with that. I have played this game with my cousin who, he and I are hyper-competitive. Yeah, like, you, nice. like, you lock him and I in a room in Street Fighter, we're coming out <laughs> bruised, you know? Um, we play Battletoads, and yeah, you get hit every now and again, but you got, you're focusing on the same damn goal. Yeah, that's the Galaxy, Gardens of the Galaxy cartoon they're doing. Hold on, time out. Steve's, Steve's enthralled. We're uh, watching the trailer for this, the Guardians of the Galaxy why, cartoon they're putting on I, uh, Disney XD. Why am I not aware of this? Because uh, you don't have kids, I guess. Apparently. Yeah, they were promoing the shit out of it. Huh. But I just, I just don't, I just don't think it's that hard of a game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's no, ooh, epic fail. I mean, you just, you just play it. Yeah, I mean, compared to Turtles One or even uh, Turtles Two, the arcade game, the port to the NES. Fucking Shredder at the end of that game was That's a hard-ass fight. Oh, I'm going to clone myself. Oh, and if either one of my clones shoot you with lightning, you turn back into a paid bee turtle and die. Yeah. Had those nine lives? Tough shit. Yep. No continues? Oh, wah, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> That's if you beat Krang. Yeah, that's a tough-ass fight, too. Oh, God. When his fucking legs come off and he starts fucking <laughs> high-stepping it around the room with his legs and shooting you with lasers... That's hard. Fuck you, Krang. You know what, you know what game wasn't on that list that I found very hard for the NES that I just... I, I tried it and played it and I didn't like it and refused to keep playing it was Metroid. Met, I was not a fan of Metroid. Oh, Metroid, Super Metroid, Metroid, Metroid 2. Like, I had friends that were all over that, loved it. I just... I couldn't get into the Metroid series. Metroid is one of my favorite series. Even from, like, a storyline standpoint, mm-hmm. too. The whole time you're playing Metroid, you're like, yeah, I'm this badass galactic bounty hunter. Wait, I'm a girl? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, way to go, Nintendo. Way to empower women. 
Put on the bikini and get your red hair flowing in the breeze. Ah, oh, she's blonde. Dick. Is she? Yes. Thought Samus has red hair. False. Blonde. Huh. The more you know. <laughs> yeah, she's in uh, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, she is, isn't she? Yep. What else? Man, you got any other hard ass games? Um. It's hard to differentiate between hard and not good. Yeah, exactly. Not, there, I've played a lot of knockoffs. Like a not good bad. game, you're just you're not going to bother beating. You know, f- figuring out how to beat it. So it's like uh, it's hard. Right. Um, like uh, Spider-Man Two, the movie, the game that was that had some really difficult moments. Uh, a lot of timing, especially the the final boss fight with Doc Ock, where mm-hmm. you gotta dodge. You have to dodge and web each tentacle in succession before you can attack him directly. So, wow! So you gotta you gotta get four tentacles before you, you can hit. You him. have to get close enough to him for him to attack you a certain way. I remember I did play that game. Yeah, then that you game had is to, good. Then you had to dodge yes. and web each of those tentacles before you could attack him. And then I don't know. Why Spider Man doesn't just Spidey Power punch him in the face, but you have, you know you have to hit him like thirty times before you can kill him. So that was um, that was a, yes, that was a difficult game. I really liked it, yeah, but it was it was I, difficult. I loved it. Um, one of my favorite games, especially for a sandbox type game, that was really cool because in between the missions you can go and okay, I need so many hero points to max out my you know skill set. All right, let's. Yeah, let's, let's save Come some people on. and deliver some pizzas. <laughs> uh, good times uh, on that game. Uh, difficult, difficult. Um, fucking Rainbow Road gets harder every time in every iteration of Mario Kart. So yeah, that can be tough. That's uh, if you're I find Mario to... Kart supremely frustrating against other players. Yeah, I don't mind it. Like I will play Mario Kart against a computer. I really don't enjoy playing Mario Kart against other people. I get I get supremely frustrated <laughs> at that game because because <clears throat> here's the deal. I don't feel that Mario Kart is a game based around being really good at something. Nope. There's Blue a show. lot. Of, there's a lot of very variability and randomness mm-hmm. to the game. That makes the game a lot of fun for everybody to play, unless exactly. you're a person like me that counts on precision <laughs> and skill on things. Like like a game, you know, like games. I count on being very good at it, having precision, timing, things like that. But so I find a game that's got that random quality to it. Yep. I, I'm blaming Mega Man for that as well, by the way. That's gotta be <laughs> Mega Man's fault. I mean, for instance, look at Street Fighter or Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. Up until three. Okay, now don't get me wrong. Marvel vs. Capcom 3, if you know how to play that game, you're going to beat anybody that does not know how to play that game. Absolutely. However, if you are above average at that game, you can be beaten by somebody playing it their first time. Yeah. But if you were very good at it, you're not getting touched by even the above average guy. Correct. Okay. I just have an issue with that randomness, you know. But the game's great. I love it. I just generally don't like to play with other people. I get you. Yeah, Mario Kart... um Especially the, the the newer entries, a classic Mario Kart on the on the on the Super Nintendo was was Ken versus Steve all day. You oh, know, I'm my sure. My brother and I, my brother and I played the hell out of that game. I bet that game was uh, great. Oh yeah, and you know, just moving on, it gets harder and harder. I don't think I've gotten all gold trophies on the on the Wii version on the hardest difficulty level. Like, 
I, I don't know how the enemy like can cheat their way through whatever it is they do. <laughs> man, it's 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 rough going. But I do like uh, I do like the motorcycles, and I do like you know the different types of carts and stuff that you can have. You know, the the street racer cars are the ones that are good off road and things like that. And you gotta you gotta change your approach to each track. Well, you gotta pick a certain cart for the entire cup. So oh really? Yeah. Okay. So you can change every time you go to a different cup. But, but you got to stick with that one for the for, cup. for the four tracks. You're you're in the same car, gotcha. so you gotta gotta pick your poison. But um, let's see, other really really hard games. Do you call any Do you call any role playing game a hard game? Do you find that there are any? Do you play um, RPGs at yeah, all? Yeah, I mean, I've played the I've played some of the early Final Fantasies, and uh, I played uh, Super Mario RPGs. One of the so greatest. That games was that was fun. Time. I enjoyed excellent, that. Excellent game. The thing about RPGs is a good RPG is scaled properly to where it'll never be impossible. Right. Like, it'll be difficult. You got to find the right combination of stuff to beat a boss or to beat a level. But as far as you know, that mind-numbing Mega Man difficulty, no, I've never come across that. Right. RPG. The thing that I came across in RPGs that frustrated me when I was younger and made it difficult for me until I learned how to do it and deal with it was grinding. I didn't yes. understand the point of grinding when I was younger. So when I was younger, trying to play Final Fantasy two, three, four, things like that. Uh-huh. It didn't click that I had to like not progress the storyline. Exactly, and you got to go back through, got to go back into the haunted forest and beat as many goombas as you can, so that you right. can upgrade your fire spells. Yeah, I mean, look at us playing Death Watch now. Like yeah. you, me, Nick. It's like, okay, what are you gonna do? Um, I want my guys to be high level. I'm sitting there and grind this level out. Why? Because I want to murder things. Because thirty thousand XP. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's why I'm like, I I love MMOs. Okay, mm-hmm. Skyrim. Skyrim, for instance, was one of the closest things to an MMO without being a massive multiplayer game. And it was fantastic, but it had that same mechanic. Sometimes you just gotta go fucking murder some pigs. Yep. In the wild. Did you ever watch uh, Sword Art Online? No. Watch Sword Art Online. Okay. On Netflix. Okay, yeah, it's it's in my queue, actually. I have it. I just just haven't watched it. Watch it. Is it good? Okay, cool. Yes. I still have Fate on that one, too. Fate Zero, yeah. Yeah. That's another one I want to look at. Uh, another, another discussion for another episode. Yeah. I mean, can, we, can you believe we've already done 55 minutes of this? Yeah. I can, actually. We've, we have beaten the audience to death over two <laughs> topics. But I don't care, because I don't record this for people. You I know, record this know, for me. You know that the people listening are going, yeah, that was a fucking hard game. <laughs> <sighs> See what else we got, man. Anything else? Because uh, I think, I think, I think gonna, I'm about video game now. Yeah, me too. Because I, sure. I think my, uh, I think I can do, uh, I think I can do my uh, current topic information stuff at a later date. Okay, which will work. But I do want to, I do want to kind of bring up the, uh, the standard weekly segment. Okay. That we go over every week. All right. Got your diploma. Yep. Got your hat. Yep. Got your pipe. Yep. What's your diploma in again? I have diplomas, I have degrees in murderology and murderonomy. And what would you say is your most, uh, mar- your third most marketable trait? Uh, my height. I like it. That's a good one set up. So, Steve, I can ask you a question. Let's say you were <clears throat> a resident of the great state of... Florida? Florida. You're a resident of the great state of Florida, Steve. Okay. And... You're working, and you get to go on break. Amazing. And you get to go on break, Steve. You actually get to leave. Wow. You get to get out of your job. Sweet. 
and you just don't want to go back. You're like, okay. no, no, you know what? I've, I've had enough of this shit for the day. Okay. I, I, I'm, I don't want to go back. This is, this is all hypothetical, and we're pretending we're in Florida, right? Yes, yes, okay. this is absolutely that. <laughs> okay, so not what I would actually do. No, 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 no. Because we don't talk about work. We don't talk about work until we talk about work. Yeah. Um, so you're on break, and let's even say that you're you know, somebody that people may depend on, like life and death, like a nurse. Let's say you're a nurse. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, and you get out on break, and you're just like, man, I don't want to go back to work. What, what would you do? How would you handle the, the, the feeling of not wanting to go back to work, and um, you're from Florida? Yeah, but if I'm a nurse, you kind of got to go back if you're a nurse. I mean, people are counting on you. Um, yeah, but you're a Florida nurse. Okay, so I just don't go back to work. Well, that's part of it. Okay. But you, you got to get, get, get a little bit more creative about it. Okay. So, so you you don't go back, yeah. right? And let's say, let's say a uh, you don't go back at all, actually, right? And a, a concerned coworker calls okay the police because they're worried about you. You haven't been gone that long. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you're working the night shift. Oh, okay. And at two thirty in the morning, you're not back yet. Ooh. The concerned coworker calls the police. <laughs> okay. And. When the coworker called you to ask if you needed a ride back to work or something, what do you what do you think you told him? Uh, I hope I'm being kidnapped. Yes, that's exactly correct. <laughs> that is exactly correct. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so this was sourced off of someecards.com. I get this thing called Five People Having a Worse Monday Than You, but uh, so this is off of that site, and it says. Uh, Everyone has lied to get out of work before. The problem is that after you do it a few times, you stop getting those precious pity points. That's when you have to up the game and do whatever Beverly F. Brooks of Panama City, Florida did. Brooks, a 43-year-old nursing assistant, was working a night shift when she didn't return from her break. Concerned, a co-worker called the police at 2.30 in the morning, launching a search that lasted hours and involved five different law enforcement agencies. When the co-worker called Brooks to ask if she needed a ride back to work, Brooks claimed that her boyfriend, 35-year-old James Vincent Hill Fennell Jr., man with four names and a junior, a name so nice, he was named twice was holding her against her will and wouldn't let her return. Fennel could be heard on the call forbidding her from getting out of the car. Definitely a scary situation. At least, that's what police thought. They widened their search, and that's when they found Brooks and Fennel. Where were they, Steve? Where, where were Brooks and Fennel? While this, while this citywide manhunt is going on, trying to find this lady being... They're probably in the middle of the fucking street somewhere. Just They widened their search, and that's when they found Brooks and Fennel chilling on the street like it was no big deal. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Brooks didn't appear to be in any distress, and when questioned by police, admitted that she'd made up the story because she didn't want to go back to work. The News Herald reports that Brooks and her beau were both arrested on misdemeanor counts of false report of a crime. You have to give her points for creativity, but not for following through. Unless the call was real and she just lied to the police to protect her boyfriend, in which case the story is a lot less fun. But this story is from Florida, and that is not what happened. Wow. Found them hanging out <laughs> by just, the street. They're just outside. Two thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh fuck! Wow. Could you imagine being that cop, just like rolling, be like, "Hey, can you come here for a minute?" <laughs> okay, what's up? Hey, let me see your ID real quick. <laughs> Beverly? Yeah, what's up? 
Oh, God. Wow. Like, wouldn't you... If you tell your coworker you've been kidnapped or are being held against your will, how do you not go, we probably shouldn't be outside? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. That's horrible. Wow. That's, uh... Claire! Yeah? What are you doing? Uh, you need to take the Oh, okay. (laughs) I was just wondering if you were coming back at any point. (laughs) No, I just, you said you were thinking about maybe coming back, and I just wanted to see if you were... I thought you wandered upstairs and went to bed. sunglasses? There's several people who are missing sunglasses. I wore a pair to work today, <laughs> that I've never seen before. What'd they look like? Sun, the, right there. Oh. Sunglasses. I don't think those are the ones people were missing, but they're going to go in the box. So, oh, Steve, have you seen these things on Facebook about the, uh, the people on Facebook that announced that they're having a baby... On a vlog, oh, and then announced yeah. that, that the baby died, you know, oh, uh, miscarriage. Oh, yeah, 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 I heard about these people. Did you hear about the third thing that happened? Oh, didn't the guy have an Ashley Madison account? That guy did have an Ashley Madison oh, account. fuck that guy. Fuck Duggar, too. Oh, idiot. so gross. And fuck whoever Ashley Madison is, too. Look, I mean, look. A real person. Here's the thing. Like, I have no problem with people, you know, doing their dating sites or whatever. Like, I really have no issue with that at all. But you, when you have people like this that are that are solely this guy, I mean, this guy and his girlfriend, wife, whatever, his wife generated this story, faked this story that oh, is it legit? Was it legit faked? I heard yes, were, yes, it was legit fake. They came back and said it was fake. They admitted it was fake. Yeah, they, he finally like had like a tear fell. I'm sorry because um, let me just so you know what you guys were talking about. So let me just kind of what it, notes here it goes. <clears throat> so this is about Sam Raider. And uh, his wife, Nia, or Nia, whatever. But it says, formerly a nurse, Sam recently quit to devote himself full-time to vlogging. Shortly thereafter, his channel reached new heights with a viral clip of him stealing his wife's pee out of the toilet and running a pregnancy test. Because, no, because hashtag science. He surprised her with the news that she was pregnant and promptly broke the internet. Days later, the two tearfully announced that they had lost the baby, receiving an outpouring of sympathy, as well as allegations that the entire thing had been fake. But now nobody even remembers that. Last week it was revealed that Sam had an Ashley Madison account for the cheating night after hackers exposed him. He confessed. It seems his emotions are still running high over the incident because over the weekend he got in an altercation with another vlogger at a vlogging conference. Nerds. And was thrown out for threatening to get violent. Uber nerd. So, this, I mean, their whole thing, they said, said that God told him to do it. That's oh. the dumbest shit about this. Of course. That's, and actually, I was reading in like I was reading this as the story was developing, and he tried to claim like they, he really thought that he that it was true for a while. He said like she because someone had because people were saying oh you can't really do that because there's not enough um, uh, there's not enough what is it? I'm gonna say it wrong it's whatever whatever they te- whatever you test the, the midichlorian count the midichlorian count isn't high enough in, in a toilet bowl full of water and he claims that his wife doesn't flush the toilet in the middle of the night in order to not wake up the children which I could understand still gross and so, but either way so they did all this and so he's trying to be like that's how he had that's how it had enough urine in it to test but they they'd been trying anyways and all this other stuff but either way yeah that he came out the whole God told me to do it is. Like, so sad, and I read another horrible thing shared on the internet, because everything on the internet, you know, true. But someone had made a point about, because this kind of goes, 
I'm going to tie in the, the whole Duggar case for those unaware. The Duggars. That's what he just mentioned okay. too. He's like, the Duggars are that horrible family. And someone had said, it, it's, the saddest part is about his wife, Anna. And yeah. she, they went on, and the person made some good points at the beginning and then, you know, trailed off on their thing. But they made a good point that, like, she is been grown, she has been, she's been brought up in a culture that, and it's a subculture of the United States, and it is a subculture where she doesn't get a full education. Yeah. She doesn't, I don't care if, like, she was able to pass a GED, she doesn't get a full education like other people does. She has zero marketable skills outside of taking care of her children and, and has, cooking. And she has no social skills. And very little social skills. And so, like, what is she going to do? And she's been told that it's her fault. Her own mother-in-law told her it was her fault that her husband cheated on her. Are you fucking kidding me? And that's the problem I've had with the Duggars from the yeah, beginning. That it's her fault. And, you know. And the Duggars aren't a horrible family. Just, he's a fucking douche. Well, you know what? Like, I'm sure in some ways they're very good people. They're very misguided. Probably. And you know what? It's like, come on, guys. Like, get with the program here. And that whole family has problems to begin with. I could go on for days. I, w- I could have a Duggar episode about the insanity behind these people. Gosh, if only you had your own medium to express that. I do have my own medium. But we have a really fun, fun uh, guest, hopefully, this week. Um, I'm just waiting to hear back. He should be going into work soonish, so he'll hopefully be awake and we can plan our... Our, our night of fun and hopefully that'll be good but I just it's one of those families and that kind of goes God told me to do it that's not fair like quit you know like Christians give Christians a bad name and this is why yeah. that's why no one can stand the religious movements in our country anymore is because the people are so fucked up you know yeah. why can't you just be good people and call it a day just be excellent to I was just gonna say that I swear to God I was just gonna say that Oh, man, that's awesome. That's a great one. Yeah, just be excellent to each other. Just be good people. And, you know, we're, we're so obsessed with these stupid things and trying to impress morals on people. And, you know, really? You have zero ground to stand on and talk to people about morals when you do things that are, like, this is deceitful. Yeah. That's what it was. This was deceitful. What the Duggar kid did was in many, many people's books immoral. Yeah. Well, what the Duggar, what the, the Duggar, once again, it's not the cheating, it's the lie. No, what the Duggar kid did was even worse. The Duggar kid yeah. molested four of his sisters. Oh, yeah. Was it, yes. the, was it the kid or the dad? No, the kid. Oh, oh yeah. The, the, son. the son. The son that's the focus that's running for office. Oh, he's a grown, okay. I yeah. thought, I was thinking. No, 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 no. no. Like, like Josh Duggar is like, okay. like mid And Josh Duggar's the one who with the Ashley Madison account. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought it was Lusted four of his four sisters, of his sisters. had a secret Facebook account where he was right. getting yeah, yeah, yeah. tail inside, had the Ashley Madison thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, the kid's just the a Facebook fucking scumbag in a half. Facebook account a fake Facebook account. Whatever. Like, but, what, but the other two, like they tied the credit cards. I like, I actually read on that. They tied the credit cards back to an address that owned a house owned by his grandmother. Mm-hmm. And like the, the events of when he signed up for it are very coincidental. Oh, like he admitted he, to it too. Yeah, and he admitted to it. But they pulled it, like he pulled his account when that came out, and that he molested yeah four of his sisters and a family friend, and he wouldn't have gotten caught except for the family friend came out with it, and that is like the reason behind why. <laughs> oh, sorry, lost my train of thought, Jerry Samson. Don't be distracted with the <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyways, oh sorry, it's very squirrel night around here. Sorry, that's okay. I like I said, I could go on for days, but you know, no, that's 
that's the sad part is that it never would have been reported to the authorities had it not happened to a child outside the family. Yeah. And, you know, what about his sisters? They got counseling from who? There was a thing, um, and I read this back, and maybe I can help find it for you, but the counseling that they received, the method that the person that he went to see counseling through, like, there's a questionnaire for the victim, and it's like, what do you think you did to deserve this? How oh, do you think well, you could have done better so this didn't happen to you? Like, how, why would you phrase that to a child? Because Florida? Because, right, I mean, seriously, it's almost that bad. Like, the whole thought process behind their religion and their, their sect their of religion whole, their, is that... Their whole community is... That it's her fault yeah. that he has impure thoughts. Like, yeah. my shirt would cause them to have impure thoughts. And you know whose sin that is? Yours. It's my sin. How dare you? Because little girls is the devil. Come on. They're still following, like, after, after, after a pregnancy... If you have a if you have a boy, you, it's forty days before you can can have sex again. And if it's and if it's a girl, you have to wait. I think it's eighty days. Yeah, there's this thing called science. Speaking of science, that says that's not a good idea. You know, it's not a good idea. God bless you, Aunt Sandy. Using a vagina as a clown car, which is what they've done. <laughs> it's a vagina, not a clown car. <laughs> Best line ever. My Aunt Sandy's an amazing, amazing woman. It was said at my <laughs> wedding to somebody, and oh my god, true story. What's funny is, you know, like the people that it was said to, like they love children and they're they're wonderful parents. So you got to give them kudos <laughs> to that. But it's true. That's what this thing is. Hey Claire, I'd like to get your opinion on something. Okay. Right? Um, in regarging to, I was listening. No more ranting on the. Well, no, I just figured I just I would just tight I would just like judo your rage towards something else. <laughs> um, I was listening on that just happened. The other day, okay. and I heard one of them say, "Can I, can I please use the paper towel, please?" Yes, I was wiping up all the water. I know I've got water in front of me too. Thank you. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize your water it was more important than it my was water. It was because my iPad's wet. So <laughs> they were talking about Allison Bree. Yes. Being like underrated hot chick. She is an underrated hot chick. And then Rodney proceeded to go, uh, "Who? I don't know this." What's your opinion of Alison Brie? I have been a fan of Alison Brie for a long time. I do think she's beautiful. And See, I you're like... familiar with Alison Brie, right? Huh? Uh, of course. <clears throat> you're as familiar with Alison Brie as you are with <laughs> Olivia Munn, <Monner>, apparently. <laughs> um, Alison Brie, I think, is an uh, underrated. Is a good way to put it because she has not been in a lot of stuff. Unless you're like kind of, I'm. I mean. She might have played someone's sister in something. Oh, she's pretty. She's very pretty. You know what the thing is? I think she's a very beautiful woman, despite, no, or not despite, no matter how made up she is. I've seen yeah. her very made up. I've seen her yep. very not made up. And she's a very beautiful woman. And she has a range of acting abilities. She worked in Mad Men, which mm-hmm. is where I saw her. Or mm-hmm. One of the first ones I saw her. And then um, on Community. Community. Yep. And she's a fun person to watch on She's screen. funny and talented. Funny That's and like... talented. Yeah, and she pulled off the serious drama. Like, her character in Mad Men is very different from her character in Community, uh-huh. except for the fact that you might consider them both kind of similar. In, um... But the characters are way different. I mean, The characters the, the, are way the, different. The... Portrayed very differently. Right. Like, like, they're both people that are kind of almost naive in some way or not exactly worldly, especially at the beginning of, uh, like, Mad Men. But... Very differently portrayed. What could have been played as a very similar character does not come across the same way. Yep. So. So it's I not just, like, yeah, I, I, like I wasn't like hating on what they had to say. I just, I just wanted to profess our love for Alice and Yeah. Marie. 
She's awesome. She is awesome. Steve, are you still looking at pictures of I'm Allison Brie? Researching. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she's a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. She yeah, is. She's pretty. She. I'm trying to think of who she reminds me of in a couple of these pictures, and I just can't put yeah. my finger on it. That's why I need more research. <laughs> you want to borrow? I, you want to borrow Nick and Jonah's petroleum the, jelly? Want to borrow the the Google? <laughs> the no, Google dot com. I, I will not go anywhere near that bottle of Vaseline. Thank you. <laughs> I think she uh, looks a little similar to uh, the woman that we talked about on your last episode um, that climbed through the window on Two and a Half Men. I could see how oh. you, they could be similar, like similar oh. body types, similar like hair. Both pretty I'm face. just I'm looking at a couple of these actual model shots, and she's got a little Katy Perry going on. Yes, 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 yes. She does. Oh, you know what? Who you know? You're thinking of um, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, Deschanel. They have a very similar look too, a little oh, bit. In, I, in I some of her that. pictures, you could go, you could maybe get that little reference. So too. Zoe or Katy Perry? Um, well, I still, especially in a couple of these model shoots, she's got a very Katy Perry. No, no, no. Right I'm saying no, no, no. I'm saying Zoe or Katy. What about it? Which, Which one? Yes. <laughs> Cor- that's the correct answer, answer right? <laughs> Don't try and pigeonhole me. <laughs> I want to have choices. It's America. Doctors with America. America. Right? Fuck yeah. Oh, Alison Brie. And she's done some funny stuff too. She's done a couple like internet shorts and things like that. Yeah, that's the fun- other part. She's freaking hilarious too. Yeah, she's willing to laugh at herself. Always fun. Uh huh. But she can go pin up and very like glamorous, and then also go very cash and stuff too. So, yeah. so Steve, you want to call that an episode? I think that'll about do. What are haters going to do, Steve? Hate. What are alligators alligators going to do, Steve? Alligate. Like, thank you all for joining us again. Why don't you? Oh uh, wait, wait! I got another one. Oh, you do? Go ahead. Delegators are going to delegate. I like it. I like it. I like it. How did it take you to episode 19 to come up with that one? Steve, 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 what are regulators going to do? Regulate. Mount up. Mount up. was a clear I'm done. What are congressmen going to do? Congregate. <laughs> what are masters going to do? Masters <laughs> They are now, damn it. like to, uh... Promo and and shout out and whatever else you want to call it. Advertise for the shows on the Disease Network. <laughs> Please listen to You're Gonna Get a Disease starring Luke and Nick. Um, that just happened starring Rodney and Adam. The Badge Dialogues with our wonderful co-host Claire Sampson. And Das Drunks featuring Nick, Jonah, and sometimes their EP Brendan and other assorted guests and craziness. <laughs> There's also a new show coming out that's got Ryan and Caesar on it. Caesar has been one of my uh, favorite uh, co-hosts on uh, um, that just happened. I get a real kick out of him because to me he sounds like Mexican Jonah. Like every time, like oh, wow. the first time, no, the first time I listened to it, I was, I was listening. I'm like, shit, what? When did Jonah record with? I'm like, oh wait, he's got a, he's kind of sounds a little Latin there. I'm like, Latin. holy fuck, it's the same, it's the same guy, but like, isn't Hispanic the PC way to put it? I don't. Who the fuck said it was PC? Fair enough. I just called him Mexican Jonah. I'm sorry, Caesar, but you sound like Mexican Jonah. You probably have none of this. You probably like none of the same qualities, but goddamn, you sound like it. And then uh, that show is going to be um, uh, backslash We Rule. That should be getting posted this week. Their first show happened. Should be pretty good. I uh, Ryan's been jumping into our discussion on podcast peeps, which should be nice. 
And Caesar's got a really good, uh, got a really good sound on the uh, on the podcast. So I'm looking forward to that. So for Steve, this is Jared. And Steve, do you want to be for Claire? Uh, I don't know what that means. I know I'm just fucking around. What? <laughs> for Steve Barda. Well, sorry for Steve and Michael Barda, Claire O'Connor Sampson, and Jared. This has been something, Gate. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> Good night, everybody. We'll see you later. Bye.